Merry Christmas and welcome to the movie podcast review and spoiler discussion for Hawkeye episode six. So this is Christmas. My name is Daniel and joining me today are my favorite archers. Shabazz. That's my archery sound. Is that were those arrows or bullets, by the way? Uh, that was me being shot, actually. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> While I'm at, our, at, at an archery range. Is that what they call it? Archery range? Yeah, I think so. And and the man doing the shooting, Anthony. Oh yeah. Hello. <laughs> How are you doing, Anthony? Anthony? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yes, I I would be shooting you. I might my arrows it, you wouldn't hear though. Um oh, it would just hear nothing. Like th- you just hear nothing. You just okay, hear most- screams from from uh, Shane. Oh no. <laughs> you, I, I'd hear my own screams. Yeah. Do, do most people hear arrows though? I mean like they're they're just whistling in the wind a little bit. They're like <laughs> Oh, ow. Yeah. I think yeah, you only hear them on impact probably. Yeah. Uh it, what's great is though too as as Shay said before we started recording, Anthony is literally in a black hoodie wearing like with the hood up he literally looks like ronin right now oh yeah, i do i am the ronin of the group <laughs> yeah you are yeah you definitely are you <laughs> definitely are as always you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday and watch out throughout the week for review episodes just like this one and all the latest movies and series be sure to follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox and don't forget to leave us a review on apple podcasts and spotify you can now drop us five stars on spotify uh, you could also join our discord right into the show at hello at the moviepodcast.ca and check out our show notes for all of those links and more before we dive into the season finale of Hawkeye, some quick announcements. We do have a brand new episode of the movie podcast out right now titled Spider-Man No Way Home Spoiler Extravaganza. So you could only imagine that we dive deep into everything that happened in No Way Home. Definitely check it out. If you haven't for some reason watched No Way Home yet, you can check out our spoiler-free review on the movie podcast feed right now, as well as our reviews for The King's Man, uh, licorice pizza you could catch our jingle all the way commentary and our interview with mike rianda the writer and director for the mitchells versus the machines so there are lots of different episodes and reviews and commentaries to check out on the movie podcast feed right now this may be our last episode of the year depending on what we end up doing with the book of boba fett later in the month or i guess in a week from now uh, but we just want to say thank you so much to everybody who has listened and supported us this year. Um, I would definitely say if you want kind of a recap of everything we've we've talked about in this year, check out our, our episode 127, the Spider-Man episode, um, because we have, I think, a great discussion of what we've done this year and what we're hoping to do next year. So definitely check it out there. But today is all about Hawkeye episode six. This episode is titled... So this is Christmas. This is the season finale, and it's all been leading to this. Um, so there was a lot on the line this episode. We were going to get the introduction of Kingpin. We we're going to get some maybe resolution between Maya and Kazi. And then also we have Yelena on the hunt for Clint Barton. Uh, a lot's happening in this episode. As we've seen with other Marvel shows this year, there is a lot of loose ends that needed to be tied up. Shay, you just finished watching the episode. I'd love your first reaction to what happened. For sure. Uh, this episode, you know what? I, I, I watched it a bit later today, so Twitter was already giving me their reactions. Luckily, nothing got spoiled for me, but I think you know a lot of the surprises are kind of at this point revealed. 
Um, and I was kind of seeing a mixed bag on online. Those most people were like, you know, just in like a typical Marvel fashion or, or the MCU Disney Plus show fashion. Um, the last episode just kind of felt rushed and and, and messy. Uh, and I was kind of surprised because when I went into it, I I didn't feel that way. And I remember we were discussing it earlier on today. I was like, oh man, I'm kind of nervous. I actually really liked this episode. I there was only one piece of criticism that I had for it, but I, for me personally, I felt like a lot of the things were tied up the way that I was kind of interested to see where, you know, the story was going to expand. Um, but I am curious to know what your guys' reaction was, because maybe I might have just not realized something or picked something up. But I loved the connection that, you know, Clint and Kate have finally kind of developed here. I love the costumes. Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin just, is just fantastic. You know, he's that's he was, he was born for this role, and he absolutely killed it. Uh, with all respect to Michael Clark Duncan as well. Rest in peace. But yeah, this is a this was a great for me a great episode at the end. I think there's still more storylines to be told, and I feel like a lot of what might not be answered for a lot of people in this episode is just being set up down the road. I think you know I think that's a great jumping off point just to see what's coming down the road. We know that Maya is going to be getting her own series called Echo. Um, we also know that this is not the end for a lot of these characters because this is just a chapter in their story and we're going to see them pop up in different movies and shows down the road. I think the strongest aspect of this episode was, you know, th- the building of the relationship between Kate Bishop and Yelena, which I thought it was so fun to see them fight and, you know, have that 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 weird friendship where they trust one another, but also Yelena's like, but don't get in my way type of thing. Like that was yeah. really fun seeing them go back and forth. And like what you sh- said, Shay, um, seeing Clint and Kate finally become like acknowledge each other as proper partners in this. Um, and it felt like such a Christmassy kind of like episode where, where everything's being tied up. And I love that. We also got the, the reveal that, uh, uh, mockingbird, uh, Clint Barton's wife. Well, I'm, Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name right now. Linda Cardelli. Um, yeah, but her like they're her, her character's, her name. character's name. Yeah, uh, she is was Mockingbird, and that was like kind of her watch. And uh, I thought that was really cool that they actually you know addressed that, and it shows that they kind of have this history uh, together, right? Which was uh, which I thought was really cool. Um, I think the weakest part of this episode for me, again, as much as I loved seeing Kingpin, I would have loved to actually see him, uh, Laura Barton. Her name's Laura. Um, I would have loved to see him maybe introduce a little bit earlier or maybe even just have an extra episode with him in it because when he's on screen, he steals every scene, but also you want to have more of him in this series. And I think that's where things felt rushed. Also with Maya, who I really like Maya and or Echo as a character, but she wasn't given, I think, a lot of a of an of an ending. And I think because it's very much just springboarded her into her own show, but her her ending just felt so rushed compared to what we saw with Kate and with Clint and obviously with Yelena as well. Anthony, I want you to jump in. Please give us your thoughts on this episode, what you liked, what you didn't like, and what you hope to see down the road. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of the last episode of Hawkeye. I actually had high hopes for it. I just think it felt flat for me, especially Kingpin being introduced. So like being introduced in a way that he felt like he was always there, but this is the first time we actually see him inside this Marvel Uh, universe so it just felt anti-climactic anti, uh, for me is that the word climactic anticlimactic, yeah 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 <laughs> um yeah like it just i felt like he he sh- this this man showing up should have been bigger for me and i, I just didn't get the vibe get get the feels from it i also sure. didn't like the certain aspects of of 
where the director chose uh, to use certain characters, especially like uh, Kate's mom, just being missing for being gone for quite a time. But then she just shows up at the end where she's entering a car. It's like, where, where were you? Where were you being held all this time? Where, why, you know, everything that's happening in at this party and you're just walking out of this party uh, willy nilly. There's just, there's no, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just the pacing or the way it was edited. It just didn't feel sure. right. Um, I also didn't understand like the time where the, the, their friends, um, we'll say the, the cosplay people or the people. Who, oh, the LARPers. The LARPers who they're yeah. like, oh, they're not listening to us. Maybe we should get change into our cosplay, you know, <laughs> uniforms. Yeah. And now they'll listen. I'm like, man, do you have, how many people were at this party? And how did you get your costumes on so quickly? <laughs> you know, they stopped everything. And then, so there were certain decisions that were being made there. I just sure. couldn't f- understand the flow. Um, I did like uh, Elena and Kate's relationship in terms of like they're trying to get to Barton first. Um, Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of the action sequence in the actual Rockefeller skating ring. Oh, Rockefeller Plaza? Yes. I I don't know. I just, it just didn't feel like the rest of the movie or the rest of the show. It just felt like it was added on or maybe it wasn't thought out as, um, as much as, the other scenes were, you know, like sure. when we saw the Hank, the, the, the pin arrow um, drop down on the Brooklyn bridge or whatever bridge of that, is, that is in New York that like, it was just so spontaneous. This felt like I almost felt it coming and it felt very similar to the ending of winter soldier, uh, Ca- uh, Captain America, winter Fal- Falcon and winter soldier. Sorry. Falcon and winter soldier. Yeah. It just felt like it was rushed. They were just trying to get everything closed up, but I still like the story. I still like that. You know, the these characters, especially Kate Bishop's character, really stuck with me, as well as the relationship with Hawkeye. I um I can't wait to see where they go next. Again, this is the first season. We don't know if there'll be a second season or a third or whatever. But I was um I was looking for a more of a cinematic crazy ending and it just they couldn't provide it for me. I also did not like the the end credit sequence. What was the end credit? Oh, like the, the after credit sequence? Yeah, so the music. Oh, with the full musical. The yeah. Mu- with the full musical. I just like, man, that's like the Matrix end, end credit sequence. No. Like, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> yeah, it was, dude. Like, no. come on. Did we really? But at least, at least it was established, though. At least, like, it was like, okay, like, here. Uh, you know what it is, though? It's interesting because for the longest time with the end credit sequence, I thought they were going to cut to somebody watching in the audience. Like, I thought it was going to be like Yelena sitting there or someone just watching us in the, in the audience and being like, like, what the hell is this? 100%. Or like, that's, that's not how, it, you know what I mean? Like, I thought it was going to be something like like that that was going to like lead into it yeah. where it was like oh no it's just the extended musical so like that's that's fine and again I I get it but I felt like if you're going to end it with that you got I feel like there needs to be one little extra little like ah there it is that's yeah. where you're going to you're going to get the people to come back right yeah. um seeing Kate fight Kingpin though I'm surprised Clint we didn't see Clint really confront Kingpin at all in this episode it was all just kate taking him on which which yeah. was cool because they had a really cool fight and holy shit kingpin could take a lot of damage because this man was in like how many arrows went off in that in that in that store then he just was there and it was gone and uh he was wearing some very crazy uh tuxedo uh, like t- not tuxedo suits in this which are straight out of the comic books as well um and we're also left with him supposedly being shot by maya 
but obviously the camera pans up so no one's ever dead if it's off screen yeah i was i you know this is the same guy who like pummeled the punisher and bullseye into like in that you know i think there were sequences of them in in the netflix series i just didn't get that vibe from him like him being he he when he rips off the door i'm like oh okay cool shit this is kingpin but like (laughs) he just i don't know it's just he, he wasn't as menacing as his netflix counterpart no and and, and, and I got that because they wanted to obviously you know keep it Disney a little bit, um, so there definitely was some pacification to Kingpin, and I use that term lightly because yeah he he like in in the Netflix series he straight up rips the dude's head off with a car door. I don't yeah. see this Kingpin doing that, and nor does this Kingpin need to do that because in this world it wouldn't make sense. So there's definitely a level of threat, but. You're right, Anthony, in some ways where I don't think it's there yet. But again, that's also the crux of this being a one-episode story for Kingpin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm assuming as we develop with this character down the road, we might see some of that uh, craziness. But also, Daniel, like you mentioned, yeah, this guy was taking hits. Um, he was throwing a girl around, and he was literally beating her up. So there's definitely a level of aggression and violence to him. Obviously, nothing compared to the Netflix series, which, again, we don't get. Right. But we will definitely, I think, see his form develop. I think so, too, especially because, you know, this is the first time we're actually seeing him in a few years. And this is the first time we're, we, we're seeing, you know, Vincent D'Onofrio's uh, Wilson Fisk in the MCU. So uh, it's been a nice it's been a great, you know, week and a half for Daredevil fans because we're having Charlie Cox return and obviously in a Spider-Man movie. And now we're having Wilson Fisk return, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio return in, in Hawkeye. Um, so the future is bright for both of those characters. It's just where are we going to see them? turn up next i thought it was really fun seeing um uh like when maya shoots him or sorry uh kate shoots him with an arrow like point blank and he just kind of like breaks it off takes it breaks it off i'm like jesus yeah. this guy is just like unstoppable what'd you think of like the yelena clint fight like did you find that that sequence was i don't know was justified like i just felt like you know here's a here's this girl who be- really truly believes that clint barton caused the death of black widow um and it just felt like he just used his words to like ease her and i just couldn't it couldn't i couldn't get around that like sure there was nothing to really like stop her from killing him other than just yeah she sacrificed her life he said it like 12 uh, two or three times yeah i just couldn't like i'm like this girl is someone who looks seems like she's like said in her ways that she's not going to change right other than the time i guess when he starts whistling the he does the black widow whistle yeah. yeah i just i it wasn't believable enough for me to be like yeah she's going to stop killing him now i don't know right. how yeah you i mean felt. Th- that, uh i didn't it didn't bother me too much only because like we know the relationship that clint and natasha had so when he started talking about her i was just like i think just hearing like i even just think for myself of like if there's someone that i love and someone's telling me about a story about somebody i care about like you tend to want to hear it so like i get it but also yeah you're right anthony in a moment like that when you're so like just hell-bent on killing somebody um in that moment she was just i i think they both started holding back but i did think it was a nice moment at least when they did kind of just pause and then talk about her and then have that wrapped up because at the end of the day they want to make elena a starring 
kind of like a vehicle going forward, like to take over as Black Widow. So definitely Hawkeye season two or whatever comes down the road that even though it hasn't been confirmed yet, we're definitely going to see Kate Bishop and Yelena in a series together or in a movie together because you have to be like they they've definitely set laid those those breadcrumbs at this point where we're going to have to see them and we have to turn her i guess into not that she was a bad guy she was she was freeing widows around the world but like this is an assignment that came across her desk and i guess this is where they took her with it how about you shay where did where did you land with it yeah i mean it, it was a personal mission for her even though she was assigned this mission as well right um i think that the fact that kate also kept driving at home that listen hawkeye isn't the person you think he is and that was the consistency throughout when we first meet yelena um that yes i agree that in some aspects that fight was a little lackluster and it, it just kind of felt like they tried to tie it up pretty quickly um but I also think that there's only so far someone can go. It also didn't seem like she was driven by revenge. Um, you know, her character was so much more relaxed uh, than I anticipated mm-hmm. that when it finally came down to that point, it almost seemed like her heart wasn't fully in killing Clint. It was more like, this is the assignment. This is what I got to get done. Um, and I think that the whole, the, the motive behind, hey, like, you know, your sister this is what happened. You're not going to believe me if I tell you the actual truth, but this is the gist of it. Um, it, it, it worked. Yes. But is it what I wanted? No. Cause it, it just felt kind of like flat a little bit. And, and I think that's the thing. I think so far with Falcon and the winter soldier and uh, with this show and even with Loki, I think they all could have benefited from having an extra episode or two. So when we were talking about this earlier, I would love to see going in the, in the future with these shows, um, even though it's been a solid year of MCU shows. And right. I think we, the three of us have enjoyed them all. I think going forward, it would be nice that Marvel maybe looks at it and it's like, okay, like we did for phase one, how could we not even just course correct, but make these stronger going far, uh, going further. So, and again, we also know that the pandemic does has played into effect with a lot of these shows and things change constantly so uh hopefully going forward we're going to see um just a lot stronger i think through lines planned out and uh we're, we'll see where things go because next year we're going to have a lot of shows we have miss marvel we have moon knight we have she hulk um and there's probably more that secret uh, secret wars or secret secret invasion oh sorry. secret invasion secret invasion as and well too also right? s- secret wars or no, is the secret wars or the one with um don Cheadle. uh Oh, uh, armor, armor wars, armor wars. That's what it was. Armor wars. Yeah, lots of wars <laughs> happening in the MCU. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, this what's what I really love about the show though is that Christmas never felt like just the backdrop. Christmas was kind of interwoven into every single episode of this show, which I really loved, and especially having Clint make it home for Christmas and bring Kate with him. I thought that was just such a great moment and seeing her interact with his family and i and i love their dynamic i think through and through the show is is about clint and kate becoming partners and that and i think it it's a 10 out of 10 and just one Haley seinfeld is kate bishop she's phenomenal and i just can't wait to see where she now goes in the mcu moving forward because she really was the mvp of the show for me yeah you're, you're pretty any much, no you pretty much nailed it there like um this was a show about partnership and i think that it there are a lot of people out there for some reason that just 
do not like Hawkeye or don't care about Hawkeye. He's always been that character in the background. I've always appreciated Jeremy Renner. I've always appreciated what he brings to Hawkeye. And I think that's the reason why I loved the show a lot. And I'm surprised how much I loved it. But just like you guys said, one more episode. I think what I've done this show, Loki, and also Falcon the Winter Soldier, a lot. A little done a lot for them. Definitely. Anthony, any final thoughts on Hawkeye before we wrap up? I think having six six episodes... Um, or so, this was what five? This was this five. Was six episodes. This was six, six episodes. Okay, so I guess seven yeah. episodes in this case would have helped it for sure. I, I totally agree with that. Um, but yeah, I'm still looking forward to more stories with Kate, and I'm looking forward to what's next in the the uh, MCU because you know you do have Miss Marvel and you do have She Hulk and Moon Knight and Secret Invasion, which is that's to me. I can't believe that's even a Disney Plus series. That should be like almost like wild a movie. with the, with the cast on it too. Um, but yes, I I'm looking forward to that. And again, Daniel, you said it correct. You said it right that you know this is phase one of their their time with TV. So let's see what what brings next. What's see, let's see what next year brings to us, uh, especially in that Marvel universe. Excellent. Thank you so much for listening to all of our Marvel Studios television show episodes this year. Uh, It's been a journey, and I can't believe it started all the way back in January with our WandaVision episodes. That was 12 months ago, guys. Uh, So if you want to go back and listen to all of our spoiler discussions on every single MCU series, go back, take a listen. We have so many episodes. We dropped so many episodes and reviews and commentaries and interviews this year. It's been a landmark and monumental year for us. So thank you so much for being on the journey with us. Um, This is our final episode before uh, Christmas this week. So I hope everybody and we hope everybody um, is staying safe and gets to spend time with their families virtually or together this week. So watch lots of movies, have a lot of fun, but don't forget you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday starting in the new year again and catch our review episodes uh, as well throughout the week. Uh, We'll have some episodes dropping here and there for different movies that we're watching over the break. So make sure you're tuning in on our social media channels at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd to see exactly what's dropping. Uh, And you can check out our show notes for all of those links and more. Merry Christmas to you and your families. And that was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next.